I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. Uh, grateful to my next guest, Nick Dunn, Director of Public Policy for the Utah Valley Chamber of Commerce. Hey, Nick, I may have uh, made a mistake in my introduction of you in the last segment. Did I, uh, did I call you the president? Did I prematurely promote you? I, I, I think so. The inadvertent promotion, but uh, that's okay. Well, listen, you, you, you dress for the job you want, not the job you have, all right? So uh, <laughs> I think it's all right. You, the other day, sent out a document. Uh, I got my hands on a copy of this document, and it is essentially uh, the guidelines under which uh, the various industries in Utah County uh, could adhere to to best take the step towards uh, this high level of risk moving down to orange. As it was announced by the, the governor just the other day here in the state of Utah, we have uh, found ourselves under new circumstances where we are now... We're going to announce that Utah will transition today from uh, our red uh, color, uh, high risk, to moderate risk or orange as of this Friday, May the 1st. So today is that Friday, May the 1st, and uh, we across the state are now finding ourselves under new circumstances. Uh, how are the circumstances in Utah County, sir? Well, Lee, the, the first thing to keep in mind is that a lot of this stuff is what businesses are already doing in the Utah Valley area. I mean, these recommendations in the Utah Valley Chamber's safe-to-work plan came from businesses, both restaurants offices and manufacturing sectors. And so the recovery and the way we get out of the crisis is being driven by business. And so, again, a lot of these things, businesses have, that have been still operating have already been doing a lot of this, and that's where we do those recommendations. So I think folks are eager and excited to get back to work, but also to do it in a safe way in accordance with these recommendations as well as those coming out from the state. The, the big industries which are now looking to reopen, that is restaurants, specifically the dine-in services of rest for restaurants, uh, gymnasiums. Uh, there are some salons that are able to now open under, these, under this new orange classification. What, uh, I guess in, in those areas, what can consumers expect as they look to patronize these newly reopened, uh, these newly reopened industries? In a nutshell, things may be different. The way we do business may be different for now as we're in the moderate risk phase. The, the biggest thing, I think, for consumers is that both businesses and consumers have shared responsibility in this. So as we pushed out these guidelines and work for the businesses, obviously a component is the consumer. You know, the governor has encouraged people to wear masks in public, to wash hands regularly, all those same things we've been working on, to socially distance when you're in line at a store or, or waiting if, if, if you do start to go to dine in restaurants. And so Consumers can expect to see maybe the layout a little bit different, the way you 
you get food in a restaurant to be different. We're encouraging people to go to contactless forms of payment. So some of the interactions may change, but the biggest thing is all of us still have shared responsibility. We all have to be careful and diligent. If we do that, we'll keep on moving forward on this trajectory. You used a word there I'd like to I'd like to highlight because I think you used it deliberately and it was the governor has encouraged us uh, to do this and that. We have received uh, directives and recommendations and advice uh, on how to best execute our business and how to best patronize these businesses in Utah County. Folks are not under threat of law, of persecution. There won't be fines or imprisonment for folks uh, that violate these laws. Now, that's not to say that we should be violating them, uh, but it is to say that we in Utah County have the capacity to adhere to common sense. What do you think it says uh, about the business owners and those who would seek to patronize those businesses that we are able to make the progress we have thus far enjoyed uh, without uh, the threat of law enforcement coming and tapping us on our shoulder and reminding us to get in line with a pair of handcuffs. Well, that's that's an excellent point, Lee, and and that's as you know has been a source of controversy in the state as there's been some debate of whether to to enforce more stringent government edicts to to sort of coerce people. You see that happening in other states. Flat out, Utah is different than other states, and I think Utah County, Utah Valley, is unique as well, just because folks here, if if we can have that shared sense of responsibility. That it might sound cliche. We've heard a lot say we're all in this together, but the fact that businesses want to provide products and services to customers, and they want to do it in a safe way. And customers and consumers and just citizens, we want to go back to work, but we want to do it in a safe way. So we all have the natural incentive to do this the right way and providing that additional encouragement in the business community and for consumers, and especially as people start to go back to work. I think that shared sense of duty is something that Utahns are typically very good at, that, that if we take these proper precautions and keep on, as the governor said, even more vigilant now than we were before, then we think we can continue on a positive trajectory, continuing to protect public health and protect those who are vulnerable, but also get our economy moving again. Because really, as far as the nation, Utah's economy is the envy of the nation, and Utah Valley here in the state is is in some ways, a major economic driver as well. So we want to get back to that status, but, of course, do that in a safe way. And it only happens if we all do this together. Yeah. There is this principle of responsibility and ownership for success and uh, who deserves the credit for uh, you know, a, a successful flattening of the curve or uh, the V if, if you're looking at it through economic eyes. And I had a conversation with the Sutherland Institute some time ago, and it has to do, uh, at least the principle, if you and I are you know, willing participants in the plan to correct uh, the circumstance under which we find ourselves, we will come out of it feeling uh, a sense of pride and responsibility for the success as opposed to if there is a boot on our neck or if we've got uh, someone with a billy club standing over our shoulder compelling us to uh, act in a way that uh, may may bring us to to some sort of conclusion. Uh, so, you know, freedom is good, and we do well with freedom here in the state of Utah is the point I'd like to make. Well, absolutely. And, and again, you're, you're seeing so many different models in other countries and in other states that I think Utah stands apart because for the most part our citizens, we don't want to sit here and say, well, we're in a bad spot. The government come and save us. I've talked to business owner after business owner that is retooling their manufacturing to create N95 masks, to to bottle hand sanitizer, to create relief beds for hospitals. So we've seen such a response from the private sector 
to think that, you know, we're, we're not just going to sit around. We're going to, of course, work with our elected officials. Sure. But the private business, private individuals, we can drive the recovery. 100%. Uh, Nick Dunn, Director of Public Policy for the Utah Valley Chamber of Commerce, uh, certainly going to be president of that organization someday. Uh, grateful to you for your time here on the program. Thanks for the work you're doing uh, in Utah Valley, and, and thanks again for explaining things here on this program. Thank you, Lee. All right, sir. Uh, we're going to take a break uh, right now. When we come back, we will uh, likely be joining in progress a press conference hosted by Dr. Angela Dunn, state epidemiologist here in the state of Utah. She has new numbers to share, uh, and she has a situational update as far as things go in our fight against the coronavirus. That's ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.